far to the south, in the city of Falkreath, an ancient arcane ritual is underway. The brewing of Skuma, a secret once known only to the elders of the Khajiit, is being performed by Marjanowen, a master alchemist of the Altmer race. The ultimate goal being to fortify Inro for his rendezvous with destiny. Or, at the very least, to get him to shut the hell up about Skuma and get on with his bloody life. Speaking of which, Inro is currently napping on the couch, while Kando and Japatos take a moment to catch up on recent events and their mutual status as Dark Brotherhood fugitives. So, hermano, how did you come to know this elvish beauty? Oh, it was a long, long time ago. My father was an evoker in the Shadenhall Mages Guild back in the day. A Redguard Mage? That is fairly rare, is it not? Oh, yeah. That's why he moved down to Cyrodiil. He was kind of a rebel. <laughs> Especially way back then. We're talking a couple hundred years ago now. Yes, I do not mean to be indelicate, but how is it that you are so old? Hmm, well, that's kind of a related story now, isn't it? I don't understand. This isn't something I normally share with people, you see. I like to cultivate an air of mystery. Oh, that I understand completely. I did not mean to offend. Nonsense, my friend. We are brothers. As long as I can trust in your discretion. Absolutely, hermano. I would never betray a confidence. I knew you wouldn't, son. So, anyway, I was visiting my dad in Chadenhall. I'd had a long ride from Kavach. Now, mind you, this was back when Kavach was actually a city and not a tourist attraction like it is now. So, I walk into the Shadenhall Mages Guild, just tired to the bone. And there she was. This young thing mixing some concoction or another at the alchemy table. She was just an associate at the time, and she'd sneaked out of bed to get some practice downstairs. She was a beautiful thing. Even though she was three times my age at the time, <laughs> she had a childishness about her that I found quite compelling. Ah, I see. So, you do have history. We do. Uh, now, not that kind of history. We're just good friends. I'd find every excuse I could to visit my dad, but a lot of the time he was just so busy, so... Well, MJ and I got very close, and as she rose through the ranks in the Mages Guild and her powers grew, my adventures would take me farther and farther away, and we'd get together about every year or so and we'd catch up. One time, I rode in with this particularly nasty gash in my face. I'd had a run-in with a clan fear, you see. Nasty, nasty creatures. Now, this was back during the Oblivion Crisis. Damn thing came out of nowhere, and... Well, I was hurt pretty bad. She dropped what she was doing and raided the supply closet. I, I didn't see half of what she was doing, but her hands was moving faster than anything I'd ever seen before. And she was screaming and crying. I, I was losing a lot of blood, so I can't say my mind was all there. And she pressed this vial to my lips, and I drank. And, uh, well, 
I could feel something changing in me right at that moment. Everything became clear. The pain went away and I knew something was different. But I was alive and she was crying and hugging me and we just laughed it off and went on with our lives. That is a beautiful story. Yeah, well, about 50 years later I got to wondering why I wasn't getting any older. By then, I'd forgotten about that night, but she hadn't. She'd become, well, the way she is now. Got into all manner of illicit drugs and concoctions, and I never stopped to wonder why. I cared about her no matter what she was doing. She was a big girl, after all. But then, one night, she told me that potion she'd made. She meant it to be a simple healing potion, what she'd ended up with was more, a lot more. It was what? An immortality potion? Mm-hmm. First of its kind. She'd come up with it off the top of her head in a moment of extreme stress. She could never duplicate it, no matter how hard she tried. And even worse, she couldn't figure out a way to undo it. Why would she want to do that? Why would you want that? Well, son, you'd think immortality would be a pretty sweet thing. And for the first hundred years or so, yeah, it's great. But there comes a time when you cleared every cave, done every quest everyone has for you. Saved the world a couple of times. Saved the world? Yeah. You ever been down to Bruma? No, I have not. From what I have heard, it is not too different from most of the towns here in Skyrim. Not too different at all, in fact. Well, if you ever do find yourself down here, take a walk to the Northern Gate. Take a good long look at the statue there. You'll find me staring back at you. You were the champion of Cyrodiil? Shh! Yeah, that was me. That's why I moved up here to get away from the notoriety. There was this one guy, this Bosma kid, with the most ridiculous haircut you ever seen. I made the mistake of letting him tag along on one of my adventures, and he never left. There's only so much praise a man can take, you know? So... I cast an invisibility spell, packed up all my stuff, and headed north. I sent a letter down to MJ just to let her know where I was. Not long after, she followed me up here. We had a reunion of sorts, and in a rare moment of mental clarity, she apologized for the immortality thing and swore to make it up to me somehow. And so, here we are. So, in exchange for... Cursing you to endlessly walk the world without the mercy of death. She's making a batch of skooma for Inro? Yeah. Guess that worked out pretty well. Figure I should do my part to save the world at least one more time. And that boy, I personally know what that kid's gonna go through in his life. I know what it's like for everyone you know to grow old and die. And you just stay the same. It ain't easy. So... I say, let the boy have his fun before the reality of his situation sets in. Now, say what you will about Skuma, but that stuff has honestly saved my butt more times than I can count in the fight. Over time, he just ain't gonna need it anymore. He'll straighten out. So, what is it with you and fire? Inro told me you have something of a fetish. Even the <laughs> elf woman mentioned that... Uh... No. Don't expect me to spill all my secrets in one day, boy. I am simply trying to pass the time until that lummox wakes up. Perhaps I could go check on her progress. Don't interrupt her, brother. Sit down. 
Trust me, we don't want to distract her while she's concentrating. I love her to pieces. Todd knows what she'll do to him if she gets distracted and creative. Very well. I just feel I should be doing something other than sitting here like a bump on a log. Okay. Well, it's really hit the fan now. Oh, what the hell? What's he doing here? Is it ready yet? Shut up, Imro. What's happened to Tails? So, we go to Badgeroons. And I can tell the guy is just gonna murder us all right there. How could you know that? I know that look, okay? So, anyway, I kind of... sold Sebastian and Soros into slavery. You did what? In exchange, he allowed me to leave and to tell you that your debt is square. But he's keeping the bar. Well... I guess that's something. On the bright side, I did find an opportunity to help myself to a few items he had lying around. <laughs> How did you manage to carry all of that? Where did you put it all? It's a thief thing, okay? I can carry a bunch of stuff. So anyway, Soris and Sebastian are locked up in his dungeon. All we have to do is get Inro up there, raid the place, and set them free. And then everything will be okay, right? We don't have time for that, Two Tails. We don't? No, we have to get Enro ready to start killing dragons. This is not the time for another side quest. Hey, um, is that elf chick done brewing the... Uh... Not now, Enro. Just hold on, okay? I've been holding on for three damn years, Kando. We're right here on the very cusp, or, you know. Perhaps we can split up. Two tails can take me to this Bajeron's lair, and together, we can affect our friend's escape. And that of the Dark Elf. If you think that that is absolutely necessary. Uh, I really don't feel comfortable splitting up even more. Hell, we've already got three parallel storylines going on right now. Look, guys, I know I'm not a strategic genius or anything, but... I mean, you know, Sebastian has some skills. Useless skills, maybe, yeah, but... Soros is kind of a badass in his own right. Trust me, I've been in prison like three times and it's really no big deal. The man has a point. I do? I've been in prison a few times myself and, well, there always seems to be some opening or opportunity to escape. Between the two of them, I'm sure they'll be able to take care of themselves, at least for the immediate future. Actually, I kind of anticipated that. If they choose to stage a jailbreak, I made it as easy as possible for them. Crappy locks, quality picks, hell, even Inro could use them. Hmm, good thinking. Yeah, thanks for that. So, Soros and Sebastian are at best safe in prison, and at worst able to easily escape. Boom, that there's an inactive quest for now. I'm more worried about Uru and Aelvir anyway. What about that Imperial guy? Yeah, I'm kind of worried about him too, but... The bigger issue is, they're eventually going to make their way back to the bar. They don't know what's happened. If they get there and Badger's in charge, they could have a very hostile welcome party waiting for them. They may be many things, but they ain't warriors. And I doubt Tor would be able to handle that many thugs. Then we must intercept them before it is too late. Oh no, no way. No way am I getting this close to Skuma and have to go on another damn side quest. Look, is she almost done or what? Don't interrupt her. Trust me, she's working as fast as she can. But these here are our friends now. They could be in trouble, and we have a moral obligation to keep them safe. Of course we do. Just 
Come on, man. Give me your map, Inro. I literally cannot believe this is happening right now. Okay, the bar is here. Navatorius, Urun, and Aelvir started riding from about here. So if we fast travel to this point, right here between them, we just head vaguely southwest and we should run into them. Maybe she has one bottle done. That's all I need. It's like one or maybe three bottles. Maybe I should go back there and just... Man, I just said leave the girl alone. You do not want her messing this up. Well, how bad could it... Man, don't even get me started. Just trust me. I know how far south this kind of thing can go. Doesn't get much souther than Falkreath. All the more reason to get out of here, no? Get some fresh air, maybe do some battle. What do you say? Huh. Now that you mention it, a nice scuffle would certainly take the edge off the waiting and boredom. And we can beam there. Huh. Fine. We'll get the gang back together, and I suppose the magicians can sit tight. Ain't a safer place to be than in prison, really. And maybe they can press to digitate their way out of there. That's the spirit. Now we just... Wait a minute. What did you just say? Well, I said maybe Soros and Sebastian can find a way no, out. No, 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 no. You said a word back there. Not sure I heard it correctly. What? Press to digitate? Yeah. Y you know what that means. Yeah. Huh. Well, that is damn peculiar. That's five whole syllables, boy. Well, you know what else is five syllables? Hurry your ass up! Come on, let's go! I want to be back in time for the unfortunate. Look who's giving orders now. You have to keep that guy on a leash, Kando. Or he might start getting delusions of grandeur. Delusions? Oh, hell no. That boy can do anything he sets his mind to. Even stuff his mind can't yet comprehend. Wow. That encompasses quite a lot. Perhaps we should follow him, lest he beam away and leave us behind. He may be using big words now, but his attention span is still... Oh, man, you have a point. Hey, Eero! What up, son? Effectively abandoned to their fate, Soros and Sebastian, still rotting in the dungeon of Badgeron's secret underground lair of doom, or whatever, ponder the very fate to which they have been abandoned. I'll tell you one thing. When I get my hands around the neck of that recreant lizard... What? Pardon me. When you get your hands around the neck of that recreant lizard... What? Just, you know... Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. Well, I just like to keep my options open is all. I don't want to vow before Sithis and the Nine to do one thing when another might be more appropriate at the time. So, for example, I could say... I'll gouge out his eyeballs and use his head as a very uneven, horny, fangy bowling ball. But that might not feel appropriate in the moment, you see? I may feel more inclined to rip out his jawbone and give it to you to use as a tiara. A, a horny, fangy bowling ball? Yes, well, that was an example, wasn't it? That's the very reason I didn't actually vow to do that. The thing would be woefully inaccurate as a bowling ball. Very 
angular, the Argonian skull. Nigh impossible to roll in a straight line. <laughs> I'd look ridiculous at the alley. I love it how you really plan your vengeance out like this. I mean, you're basically committed to doing something horrific, but you won't say what that's going to be. It's kind of a cop-out. I don't like to commit too hastily with something so important. It's just more freeform this way. Oh, yeah, very Dow. Has it occurred to you that maybe he made the best move at the time? What nonsense are you spouting now? Were you listening back there? He did this so that Kando and the rest of them can save the world without having to worry about gangsters chasing them around. Yes, that was a risk he took. And I'm thrilled that it paid off for our friends. But risks have consequences, and I will very carefully, meticulously teach him that. If I had been allowed the opportunity to speak to Badger, I could have cleared this whole thing up. I am a mare of wealth and wisdom and deep, intimate knowledge of arcane, Stygian mystery. None of that really matters to him, sweetie. Don't interrupt my tirade, and stop calling me sweetie. Anyway, Badger has no comprehension of my... Sweetie, um, I mean, uh, honey, uh, I don't think you're... Silence! <sighs> now where was I? Oh, yes. I am powerful beyond his ken, and if I had an opportunity to develop a rapport with the man, I'd certainly... Honey, would... Badger don't care! Honey, Badger don't give a shit! would be wise to keep your voice down. Keep it quiet in there. There, you see? Yes, of course, we're very sorry, you jackass. So, I was thinking, how is your speechcraft skill? You're a friendly sort, I bet it's up in the 90s, yes? Yeah, no, I went with mercantile. But mercantile isn't even a real skill any... Oh, yeah, sorry. I'm used to it. Rotten luck. Moving on. So anyway, I was thinking perhaps we could talk our way past these goons. All I need to do is get out of these manacles and then my powers will once again be available to me. <laughs> and then... <laughs> and then... You're gonna sweet talk Badger around? No, I was actually thinking more along the lines of starting a new frozen corpse collection. Do you think this place has a cellar? I think we're in it. Oh, of course. For a moment there, I forgot we were in prison. Gods, where is my mind lately? Anyway, uh, yoo-hoo, Mr. Guard! What the hell are you doing? I'm trying speechcraft. I'd tell you to stand back, but you're... Chained up. Right. Got it. Hush. Shut up. Yeah. What do you want? I see, good man. We were hoping we could parlay with your employer in regards to better accommodations. What? I... I said we would like to parlay with your... Seriously, is, is none of this getting through? Remember what Two Tails said. You're speaking the wrong language. Oh, I see. All right, then. <clears throat> Yo, use guys. How's it hanging? To the left. How you doing? Horribly. Um, not so good. Do you know what I am saying? I, I have... Damn. I got a bone to pick. With your boss. See? No kidding. You got a bone to pick with the boss. You want my advice? You lay low. Uh, you! 
Adrian. Uh, may I call you Adrian? They call me Carmine. Yes, all, all right then, Carmen. Uh, I got to talk to the boss. See? Oh yeah? For what? So I can... Uh, we'll make him an offer he can't refuse. Wow, leveled up. Well played. Nailed it. You guys got some Stugats, I'll give you that. I appreciate that. Except the boss ain't here. He just moved into a new territory and he's getting the hideout all gussied up. The Grey Cloud? Stugats? Yeah, that's the place. Except he's gonna name it something a little less new age and a little more... Vito's place. Vito? What kind of dipshit name is Vito? That's the boss's name. You calling the boss a dipshit? And holy shit, are we using that word like almost four times in one episode? Explicit tag, suck it up. So, back to point. Uh, no, I am in fact not... Um, that is... No, I ain't calling the boss nothing bad at all. So, when is the boss uh, gonna come back home? See? He'll be here when he gets here. Now, if you two are done wasting my time, I'm trying to sleep out here. So yous'll keep it down if yous knows what's good for yous. What the hell does that even mean? Who cares? We're not talking our way out of this one. Not yet, anyway. Indeed. You know, that language back there was kind of gratuitous. Bordering on egregious. Well, what can I say? I'm pissy. When are you not? Oh, I have my moments. <laughs> this, however, is not one of them. No kidding. Duh. So, what happens now? Well, I'm hoping someone will start playing the closing theme tune. Because I'm just about done with this shit. You have been listening to Keeg's Quest. A Skyrim Adventure by Rich Matheson. Music selections were taken from the Skyrim original soundtrack by Jeremy Soule. Please support Mr. Soule and purchase this album at www.directsong.com. This story is based on the Elder Scrolls universe created by Bethesda Game Studios. This production is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Bethesda Game Studios nor its parent company, Zenimax Media. So, yeah, I bet some of you thought I wasn't coming back, but I told you I would, and so I am. I've been doing a lot of stuff lately, and I will do a campfire at some point in the future to spill on what that was. It's probably not very interesting to a majority of you, so if it's not, feel free to skip that. But, yeah, it's been... A very busy year, really. But I'm glad to be getting back to this and doing what I love doing, which is trying to make y'all laugh. And I hope I did a couple times. So anyway, without any more jibber-jabber, I will now take you to... What? Blooper time! That's right, we got a big chunk of them today. I was, I guess, out of practice, so... Um, these will be good, and, and it won't, this doesn't happen very often, but I literally cracked myself up, and you'll hear that, and I just left it all in there just so you can just laugh along, hopefully. Um, it doesn't happen very often, but I wanted to capture it in all of its glory, so I hope you like it. Here they go.
Oh, it was a long, long time ago. My father was an evoker in Shaden Hall Majors. Well, no. Even though she was three times my age at the time, she had a childishness. What she'd end up with was what she didn't. I know what it's like for everyone you know to go roll. Say what you will about Skuma, but that stuff is honestly slave. So, Soros and Sebastian, y'all. <clears throat> if they get their badges in charge, they could have a very hostile welcome party waking. Fucking fuck! Hell, we've already. Hell, we've already got. Hell, we've already got three parallel storylines going on right now. We gotta clean this shit up. A red god mate. A red guard mage. That is fairly rare. Fairly rare. Fairly rare. Yes, I do not mean to be indelicate. But that. Uh, uh, fuck. I literally cannot believe. The, the, what? Press to digitate? Press to digitate? Press to digitate? Press to digitate? It really is a hard word to say. Press to digitate. I'm gliding in my mouth. I'll gouge out his eyeballs and use his head as a very uneven, hongy. I knew I was going to screw that one up. All right. I don't want to vow before Sithis and the Nine to do one thing when another might be. Damn. Seriously? None. Oh, I see. Yes. All right, then. <clears throat> Yo, use guys. <laughs> I can't even keep a straight face. <laughs> okay, hold on. Shh, shh, shh. <clears throat> Yo. <laughs> I really hope that this is as funny for you guys as it was for me. Yo, Adrian. Uh, may I call you Adrian? <laughs> oh.